At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family... Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is Beth Center on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome in. It is the VSIN Bet Center, hour number four of the program here. Brady Cannon live from the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas, Nevada. And my partner, James Salinas, comes to us via Denver, Colorado. A hot day in both the high country and here in the desert. But we roll along talking football, baseball, a little golf, the Open Championship coming up next week. We're 10 days away from the Midsummer Classic, baseball's All Star game, 26 days away until the Hall of Fame game, the Las Vegas Raiders and the Jacksonville Jaguars kickoff the NFL preseason. So some stuff happening here pretty quick, and it's happening for the New York Yankees. The Boston Red Sox, they should have left Cutter Crawford in there. The replacement rookie got the start today and held the Yankees to just one run through five innings. But now Ryan Brazier in the game in relief for Boston, and he gives up a run already. The Yankees still batting in the top of the sixth inning, and they've taken the lead at Fenway. Now 2-1, to one. your in-game total is at 6.5, and, and the Yankees all of a sudden become minus 375 favorites to win this one on the run, or excuse me, on the money line in game and make that minus 400 as that just bumps up. They closed as minus 150 favorites to win this one, but now obviously a big price on the Yankees as they continue to threaten in the top of the sixth inning. The San Francisco Giants and San Diego Padres, Carlos Rodon and Hugh Darvish still dealing 
for both teams in a good pitcher's duel. One apiece is the score. Bottom of the sixth inning, Padres currently batting, and they are minus 160 favorites to go ahead and win this game. This game closed right around a pick em. I believe San Diego was in the neighborhood of minus 110 at the close, but now uh, a decent-sized favorite as they bat in the home half of the sixth inning at minus 160. Your in-game total is still at five. Uh, James, let's shift over to college football. We haven't talked as much about the college game on the program today, but of course, college football uh, is really almost in the news during the offseason as much as the NFL is, and, and certainly it has been as of late with all the shifting uh, of conferences and what have you. And, you know, I, I actually do kind of think it is going to be a good product here in a few years if we get two or three or four super conferences. And we spoke with our guest earlier about that. And, and I think uh, he made some certainly some good points about better competition, better schedules, what have you. But but let's look at this year and, and the SEC and the odds to win the Southeastern Conference. Of course, Alabama is the favorite, which they typically are year in and year out. They are at minus money to win the conference, minus 125 on the Crimson Tide. Your defending national champion Georgia Bulldogs are at plus 150, and then it gets a lot longer after that. The Aggies of Texas A&M at 12 to 1, the Rebels of Old Miss at 25 to 1, and the Gators of Florida with their new coach Billy Napier at 35 to 1. Uh is there any interest? Let me first ask you, is, is there any interest outside of Alabama and Georgia for you? No. There's not even any I don't have any I don't have any interest in Georgia even at that short price. And again, it's to win the conference. So you're going through the conference and to win the the SEC championship and it, not that these teams need to go undefeated and we've seen Alabama they're they're you know I look at the Alabama schedule it's an interesting schedule here and you look at some of for me it's I'm not going to play the futures market in, in college football it's just too short we see the the balance we know where the balance of power is and obviously as far as the conference go it 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 rests in the southeast conference and but it's Alabama and Georgia the two from last year but Georgia they had 15 player was it 15 players that were yeah. drafted i think it was an all-time team? high for any it school, was any since one they school. moved to seven rounds yes 15 players i mean and, and i know it's a, it's a factory and and let's just not kid ourselves brady this is for for these big time programs it's really a feeder system to the nfl it's multi-billion dollar business is what it is usually the the highest paid faculty member on any given campus like that is going to be your head football coach and it's just the reality of what this is so we, we know we can call it we, we can call it amateur athletics but you know now with the the name and likeness and all these other things coming on board like it's you know this is really a feeder system and so you have to look at it from that perspective that it's business and it's just not going to be the same. The the rivalries, the the regional rivalries that we were used to see, you know, for you and I growing up watching college football. I mean, that was part of the fun of it. And and players and kids stayed together. Well, now with the transfer portal, the impact of the transfer portal, where guys are just going to be zipping left and right to different. If they, ah, I didn't get to start, I'm not going to be your starting QB going further. Good. Later, I'm out of here. And so you're just not going to see the. I guess the continuity of players and kids committed to the schools like we were used to seeing. And so you just have to accept that fact and say it's business. And where do I want to try to dabble if I want to dabble in this business? At least for this season here, 
you know, it's situational for me. I'm not going to get into the futures market when, especially with the with Alabama. But it's interesting. I was digging into the schedule. You know, I mean, how big is that game? How fun is that game going to be? September 10th, week number two for game number two for Alabama at Texas. And then we know all the stuff that went down with with Jumbo Jimbo Fisher and Texas A&M. But there are some sandwich games there after that, or at least a really a letdown game for Alabama playing Tennessee at Tennessee at Knoxville. And, and I think there's a lot of, you know, there with Hooker there at Tennessee. I think there's a lot of optimism from the transition we saw with Tennessee actually being somewhat competitive last year in the SEC. For me, it's just going to be situational handicapping. The the prices are way too short to get involved with uh, with the Alabama Crimson Tide the reloading that Georgia can do is still a lot of talent to have to replace from last year's team. And there's nobody else that I think can sustain. Can somebody upset Alabama in a regular season game? Absolutely. Based on the situation, the scheduling, et cetera, but to win the conference and knock off Alabama, I'm not betting against them. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I, I looked at this as well and I could only go with Alabama. I mean, it seems like if they do not win the national championship, they just come out guns ablaze in the next year, and they just roll the table. Uh, again, I'm not, I'm with you. I'm not going to bet this, but that would certainly be my choice. Uh, you talk about the game with Texas A&M. That would probably be the only other team I would take a shot with if I was going to bet this market are the Aggies at 12-1. to 1. Uh, You know uh, Nick Saban will have uh, smoke blowing through his nostrils ready for that game with Jimbo Fisher. Uh, So look out Aggies in that one, I would say. But but I think they maybe are the team that that number might be a little high outside of the two favorites there, Alabama and Georgia. Uh, Let's look at the odds to win the Pac-12. And you brought up the point, you know, with USC and UCLA leaving, uh, they're probably going to take some, you know, some best efforts from some teams, I would imagine, that are pretty ticked off at those two schools in this coming year. Uh, USC is the favorite with their new head coach, Lincoln Riley, coming over from Oklahoma. They're at 2-1 to to win the Pac-12. The second choice is the Utah Utes at plus 250, Oregon at 3-1, to UCLA at 10-1, to and Washington at 12 to 1. I tell you my first glance at this one James would be all over the Utah Utes for me. Yeah, I would too. It's just so short though, right? It's just plus 250. Yeah. When when we dug not into a, this not I a looked big at payday, it. but uh, no, I wouldn't not. want to be on USC, put it that way. No, definitely not. Well, and you think about USC, all the pressure on them looking ahead, all the distractions that they're going to have to be dealing with. Now, you, you, they won, they, they won. Uh, I guess college football free agency in a sense. <laughs> we look at the 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 coach, the quarterback, the receivers coming over. Like, yeah, the transfer portal has really just changed the face of college athletics, both college basketball and obviously college football, and in particular for USC. But all the talk every all season long is going to be next year. And that, and it's really them leading here. I think for UCLA, it's it's, you know, Chip Kelly. This is a whole new teams are players. Teams are used to having spread offenses. Now we see seven on seven drills. It's amazing, Brady, how polished these quarterbacks are coming from high school into the college game. Now we were talking about Alabama and was thinking of Bryce Young. And I just felt like these kids are, he's, and he, to me, he's such a polished quarterback because of all these seven on seven drills games that they play. And, and, you know, you're used to spread offenses. Teams have adjusted. You're not surprising anybody anymore like a team like UCLA. And then it's just Utah. Kyle Whittingham, I think, is the best coach or has been the best coach in the Pac-12 
quite a while there, and he's such a stall. He's such, he's just been there such a long time that he's the rock and he's the culture. We talk about culture a lot, and this is the team that's going to be physical. I think they're going to have a chip on their shoulder, and you have good riddance. Here's here's how we're going to send you off out of the Pac-12, UCLA, and USC by beating you each time we get a chance, the opportunity to face you. And not only for Utah, I think every team is going to take that and have that approach on the USC and UCLA schedule. So those are going to be challenging schedule or a challenging season for those two teams to get through 2022 and move on and out of the Pac-12 come 2023, but Utah, that I, that's the only team I would want to get involved with, but at plus 250, it's just not a good enough price. Yeah, you think the Stanford Cardinal, as good a rivalry as they've had with USC for the last 10, 20 years or so, do you think they're going to want a piece of the Trojans this year after UCLA is yes. now leaving them behind? That's another team that'll get uh, get the best shot from their opponent, I imagine, and you, you touched on it there. Kyle Whittingham you know, you, you talk about some of the inconsistencies with the other teams in this conference. It really just seems to be year in and year out that Utah has good defense, good running game, good discipline. They're just so well coached. It's always tough to play up there in that part of the country. A little bit of elevation there. Um, so, yeah, that would be where my money would be going. Utah at plus 250. Again, not going to bet it, but uh, I think it's going to be a real tough test for the USC Trojans. And maybe there's something there, too, that Utah and and up the street from you in Boulder there, James, the Utah Utes and uh, the Colorado Buffaloes and, of course, the Arizona schools as well, rumored to be headed to the Big 12. And maybe that's part of their motivation as well. We're getting out of Dodge USC, and we're going to kick you to the curb on our way out. So I don't know, a lot of different ways you could spin this one, I guess. But uh, you and I both looking at Utah if we had to play this market. Uh, When we come back, we have got a couple of baseball games to handicap. Again, they will go to first pitch at 710 Pacific, 1010 Eastern. Got the Dodgers and the Cubs coming up from Chavez Ravine. And then also a real dandy in the Pacific Northwest with Alec Manoa opposing Robbie Ray, last year's Cy Young Award winner, now with the Mariners, opposing his old team in the Toronto Blue Jays. We'll be back with more in just a moment. It's the VEASAN Bet Center. Stick around. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. 
Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of it. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of it. Like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Beth Center on VSIN, the sports betting network.
Welcome back. This segment of the VSIN Bet Center is brought to you by Zen Nicotine Pouches. Have you been looking for the right opportunity to switch up your nicotine? Well, now there's a 10 day challenge to give you a fresh start, helping you to walk away from the ashtrays, spit cups, and vapes. It's called the Zen 10 Challenge. Zen Nicotine Pouches are a satisfying, smoke free, spit free nicotine alternative, and they're available in 10 varieties and two strengths. The Zen 10 Challenge is a risk free way to try Zen Nicotine Pouches. If you don't enjoy your experience, with Zen after 10 days you'll get your money back so head over to zen.com slash 10 to take the Zen 10 challenge that's zyn.com slash 10 Brady Cannon and James Salinas with you here inside the vSIN bet center in about 45 minutes from now we will shift over to the Greg Peterson experience he'll take you the rest of the way for your Saturday night of VEASAN Sports Betting Entertainment. And uh, we've got a few more baseball games for your sports betting opportunities anyway. James, that uh, will go to first pitch here coming up uh, in a little less than an hour from now, 7-10 Pacific time, 10-10 Eastern. It will be the Cubs at the Dodgers. Marcus Stroman battling Clayton Kershaw. And the Dodgers, they have won five in a row and nine of their last 10. Their lead in the National League West is now back up to six games. It wasn't that long ago that you and I were talking about the Giants being like three and a half games back. The Padres were tied with the Dodgers. And then just over the last couple of weeks, it looked like the Dodgers were maybe going to slip, but no, right back in the groove. They had some injuries. Walker Bueller still on the injured list. Mookie Betts just came back. And maybe that's the shot in the arm that they have needed because they're rolling once again. And like I say, that lead in the National League West now back up to six games. And they're a massive favorite tonight. Uh, Not a kind of price that I really want to back Clayton Kershaw with, but Really tough to go against this Dodgers team as an entire unit. Minus 270 on the money line over Stroman and the Cubs with a total of eight, James. Especially if you want to get involved with the Cubs and look at Stroman. He's going to make his first start since June 3rd. When he was out on June 3rd against the Cardinals, he got tagged for nine earned runs, three home runs, and just four innings, and that was part of the, the shoulder strain that he had. So obviously it was he was labor trying to labor through that game before they ended up finally pulling him. Now he did make his first start in AAA last week and did not go so well. He gave up five runs in two and a two-thirds innings pitched in that game. So they're just going to – how long is he going to go? Does he face this Dodgers lineup more than once? I suspect he's going to be on a serious pitch count here. I don't think he's going to go long for this game. So you're going to be digging into the Cubs' bullpen, and usually it's going to be a fade against when we're talking about a pitcher that's been out for that duration of time and still somebody who's got to work his arm strength back up and that's just not a play that I can make because I feel like, oh, you just look at the Dodgers. Yeah, that's a foregone conclusion. It's two seven. It's almost $3. We were talking about these prices earlier. Well, what happened with the Astros today as a large favorite? You talked about the Brewers earlier today. A lot of large favorites. You know, guys are going to – teams are going to lose game. They're not – no one's going 162-0, and and even though they're clearly the better team – and with by far the better pitcher with Kershaw, I think he had his bounce back game. He had his worst start since 2017 regular season start in Colorado a couple weeks back. And he definitely uh, made up for that last Sunday against the the Padres. Seven shutout innings against the San Diego against, against San Diego. And did he get that out of his way? Yeah. Do you want to bank on Kershaw? Absolutely. Do I want to get involved with his game at almost three dollars? Absolutely not. 
What about the runs line? Our guest, uh, Justin Perry, talked about that a little earlier, James. You lay a price of about minus 135 if you want to bet the Dodgers on the runs line. And I thought you brought up a good point there. This is kind of baseball handicapping 101 that you like to fade a pitcher that's just coming back off the injured list. And not only are the Cubs the far inferior opponent here, but they've also got a pitcher in that situation. Yeah, I just think for the run line, if I, I I typically don't do that. If I did, I don't want to take the home team in that sense yeah. because now you you may be giving away an extra frame. There's one extra, at, you know, three extra outs that you may not need. You know, last thing you want to do is you see it go three to two in the eighth, and now it moves over and rolls over to the ninth, up three to two. Now you're rooting for the opponent to to to. to win and over or you know take it to extra innings and then hit some kind of two-run bomb although extra innings now are so quirky with the california rules at least with having a starting the the inning with the runner at second but yeah only way i ever get involved with run lines is it's usually going to take that team on the road as opposed to home and in this case here dodgers chavez ravine doesn't fit that bill the New York Yankees got out to a 3-1 to advantage over the Boston Red Sox in that inning. They got as high as minus 750 on the in-game money line. But Boston has come back now in the bottom half of the sixth inning to get a run of their own. And the price on the Yankees has been trimmed to minus 350. The Red Sox are at plus 240, still batting in the bottom half of the sixth inning. 3-2, to Yankees out in front. San Diego still tied with San Francisco at one apiece. If San Francisco loses this game. It will be the first time that they have been under 500 since uh, opening day. They lost on opening day, and uh, they have not been under 500 ever since. Uh, the final game on the Saturday card is up in the Pacific Northwest. The Toronto Blue Jays visiting the Seattle Mariners, and Alec Manoa, the Cy Young candidate for the Toronto Blue Jays, goes against last year's Cy Young Award winner for the Toronto Blue Jays, now a Seattle Mariners in Robbie Ray and Seattle opened up as a home underdog here and they still are it looks like a trickle of money has possibly come on the Toronto Blue Jays now up to minus 121 take back on the Mariners at about plus 111 is the consensus number and a low total as expected seven and a half James well, look at Toronto and dropped to, like I said, lost seven out of eight, dropped to fourth place in the AL East and by far the most competitive division. Yeah, I think it's the most competitive division, even though the Yankees are running away with it right now. At least it's the deepest division. I mean, the last place team is Baltimore and they are playing, especially at home, they've been playing very well. But, you know, for the Blue Jays, this is just who they are. This is their approach at the plate. I watched him. I was watching a game la- earlier this past week where, you know, you got it's late in the game. You got a runner on early. They got a double. They got a runner at second. And, and this is where the fundamentals of baseball are just totally different now. And, you know, you, you see the you have a hitter up there and he should be trying to hit the ball to the right side. So and also should the pitcher be trying to put the ball and bust him in on his hands. It was a left-handed or as a right-handed hitting batter. You should be trying to get him to pull the ball so that they don't allow the pitcher to run. Well, he's still only throwing slider, slider away. And then the approach at the plate for, for Toronto is, well, let's still try to pull the ball and bounce out to shortstop. So that's just who the Blue Jays are. This is a team that just is not hitting the baseball very well. You mentioned the, the, Look at how they, how poorly they performed over the last couple of weeks, seven out of eight losses, only 17 runs scored during those eight games. And during those eight games, 
only hitting 174 with runners in scoring position. So not a whole lot of support for Alec Manoa today coming in. And that's my, kind of my concern here with Manoa in this matchup is, look, he's a young pitcher. We just came out last year. He's got off to a great start again this season. But his pitch count is starting to get up there now. He's thrown 400 pitches over his last four starts. That's the most that he's ever thrown in a four-game span in his career as a young pitcher again. I'm just wondering if he's starting to hit the wall. You know, the over those last four starts, he gave up four. He gave up 12 earned runs and four home runs over those starts. He's been pretty unhittable for a while until these last couple weeks of the season. I just wonder if that shoulder is starting to hit the wall here. Somebody who probably would really like to see the all-star game played this week as opposed to another week where he's going to have another start in the rotation. So we'll see how long he goes here. But what's interesting here with the Mariners, very hot team like you mentioned here, Brady, but Robbie Ray. And what's interesting about Robbie Ray, yeah, he's going to face his his former team here in Toronto. But, you know, this is a player, This he lives up in the strike zone and then tries to change eye level and throw those sliders, sliders. Well, he was getting tagged earlier this season. He gave up a three-run homer in Houston a few weeks back and Scott Service and, and his pitching coach made an in-game adjustment and said no more of these sliders when you're when you're ahead in the count. Guys aren't chasing that and they're working themselves back in. We're going to th- start throwing more two-seam fastballs and since they've made that adjustment it has really paid off. Only 30 for 37 innings for Robbie Ray. He's had 42 strikeouts and just giving up three earned runs during that adjustment. So a great adjustment by the coaching staff to get away from the slider. Let's go more two-seamer. Yeah, it's not going to have the same bite and dive out of the zone like your slider does. But guys are laying off it. Now you get that two-seamer working for you. And it's been working for him since over those last five games. I'm interested to see here that the fact that this number is where it is, it's up to plus 115 in favor of the Mariners. I don't want anything to do with the Blue Jays right now. I love the adjustments of Robbie Ray. I like it. I like the Mariners here. I really like him in the first five innings, plus 110. And for the full game, it's plus 115. I think I'll go with Robbie Ray for the first five at plus 110. Well, you and I will be rooting together. I don't have them for first five. I've got them for the full game. I think I got around plus, I might have gotten plus 115. I would have to go back and look. Somewhere between plus 110. But I was just surprised, really, to see him as a dog. And you mentioned the change. Got off to the real uh, rugged start at the beginning of the year. And now he's changed and worked things out. Started to pitch really well. Going up against his former team. He's with the hotter team. I was surprised to see them as a home underdog in this situation tonight. So I took a stab with the Mariners as well. We'll be back with more in just a moment. Keep it here for more of the VSIN Bet Center. This is Bet Center on VSIN, the sports betting network. The VEASAN Summer Special is here. For only $19, you get everything VEASAN has to offer from now until the end of July. Sign up today and you'll get VEASAN's daily best bets, including Adam Burke's daily baseball bets, NFL preseason coverage, premium articles on golf, UFC, and NASCAR. If you want the full VEASAN experience, which features daily best bet emails, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools, and a live video stream whenever you want it. The cost is only $19 to be a subscriber all the way through July 31st. Sign up now at vcin.com slash summer. 
Baseball games, not much change in the action. Boston, uh, the Yankees were able, uh, able to put out the threat Boston had going in the bottom half of the sixth. Boston did get one run to trim that lead to 3-2. to two. Yankees still out in front and now batting in the top half of the seventh inning. Minus 450 on the in-game money line are the pinstripers, who, by the way, lead that division by 15 and a half games. Absolutely an amazing start for New York. San Francisco and San Diego still tied at one apiece. They're in the top of the eighth inning there with San Francisco batting. The Padres remain a favorite in the in-game market at minus 125. Uh, James, I want to, we've been talking a lot of NFL on the program today, looking at kind of divisional odds and worst to first, and will these teams make the playoffs and that type of thing. Let's get right to the nitty gritty here and look at week one. Is there any game on the schedule that you like in week one? And, and I'll throw a few out here at you that I think are kind of intriguing. Uh, obviously, you and I are going to be grinding away at this pretty hard, uh, you know, come the first part of September, trying to fill out our contest card and all that good stuff. But the San Francisco 49ers at the Chicago Bears in week one, and they're favored by six and a half points. Uh, we remember last year, I believe it was last season, that uh, I, I maybe week 10-ish or something like that, might have been after a bye week, that San Francisco went to Chicago, favored by right around the same number, six and a half, seven points, and and rolled Chicago pretty good. They, they had a good day that day. I want to say they won that game by maybe 10 points or so, did the 49ers last season. But of course, that was with Jimmy Garoppolo at quarterback, and Jimmy Garoppolo and Kyle Shanahan have had great success as far as winning ball games and against the spread when paired together. It's likely not going to be that way this year. You've got Trey Lance coming in. Um, I think he started one game in his NFL career so far, and, and he lost that one, I believe, both straight up and against the spread. But yet San Francisco is basically laying the same number on the road at Chicago. And I know Chicago's not great, but... Should we expect that the Niners can just duplicate what they did last year with a whole new starting player at quarterback once again this year? Well, and you remember that game. Chicago had the lead at halftime. They had a, they had a seven-point lead second part, you know, latter part of the third quarter. I think it was Fields. I feel like there was a bad turnover from Fields that kind of flipped that game. And then and then it just be, you know, the floodgates open. It just became a one-way street. They couldn't stop the running game. And it, they they felt like they were competing and hanging on and hanging on as, as tightly as they could. But then from there, it just kind of fell off. And I think for the Niners, they – you know that's the that's the question mark here is we know the question mark is going to be offensively if it is going to be Trey Lance this is going to be a team that is going to run they're going to run the football anyway that's just how they're built and that's what Kyle Shanahan wants to do but got to suspect that they're going to be careful with their young quarterback for Lance if in fact he does start that the game plan will be pretty conservative and that's where I look at rather than getting involved with sides now it's interesting that you just look at this look at the full board and we'll just call it and the Rams are it's basically a pick 'em game to start the season right there a one point underdog at home to the Buffalo Bills if we want to call that a dog basically a coin flip game let's do it since it is plus one there's 10 home underdogs to start the season on the schedule. That is a lot of home underdogs. It's really interesting to see how how the 
You know how, how week one wow. of Survivor is going to be interesting. Yeah, right? rebuys coming, <laughs> rebuys. Can we rebuy Derek Stevens? We back to week two. Help! I mean, yeah, you're looking for usually those home favorites and, and by you know a, a large margin that you feel like all right, it's a one way street here. Yes, ten home underdogs. Some are pretty short underdogs, like we talked about the Rams. That is one I'll be staying away from. But I think for me, usually a lot of times when I get involved for early in the season, I'm going to stick with teams that didn't have a whole lot of transition whether it be through the roster and personnel and or the coaching staff or the other side is looking at matchups and looking at totals and trying to really dissect, all right, what do we think this game plan is going to look like for both of these ball clubs coming in? And I was looking at a total here like the Atlanta Falcons and the Saints. Now that number sitting around 41 and a half. I see a little juice towards the over in that matchup, but what what are we going to see out of the Atlanta Falcons offensively? To me, this is a team that who now you've got Marcus Mariota there as as the quarterback. We know he's going to be a one read quarterback. It's going to be a lot of RPO action. He's going to utilize his feet. It's not going to be sit back and go through through his progressions. Not a whole lot to work with in the offensive side as far as throwing the ball behind Kyle Pitts. And that's a team that found its way with Cordell Patterson getting him more involved, much more involved in the rushing game. And then on the other side with the Saints. We know what that team looks like. It is built to stop. It is built to stop and stop not only stop the rush with that front seven, but they can get after the quarterback as well. And then the Saints on the the offensive side, Jameis Winston coming back into the fold, but all the issues going on at the wide receiver position and the fact that Alvin Kamara most likely will be suspended. Still haven't seen right. when that's going to happen, but he's most likely not going to be available, not only for that game, but the first six weeks. So you see some of these totals here and with the matchups of how they are and what the game plans most likely will be going in, especially for uh, a, a Saint or a Falcons team that is not going to be dropping back to pass with Mariota and going through progressions, especially with their ability from the Saints to get after you with just the front four. To me, this smells like a field position type of game. I don't know where the points are going to come from. Neither team is going to have a lot of great playmakers in the passing game, and especially if Ivan Kamara is out of there, I suspect we'll see that total tick down. Something to keep an eye on. We talk a lot about a, a, a player's impact on the side and the point spread. What about a player's impact to the total? Somebody like Kamara, who's so versatile in both the rushing and receiving game, well, how does that impact this total sitting at 41 and a half juice to the over if he is, in fact, suspended and not available for that game? Yep. Very good point there. I like the analysis uh, as far as the total perspective on the Atlanta Falcons and the New Orleans Saints in week one. Another division contest uh, in the AFC South where you've got a home dog. This one reminds me of a couple years ago. I believe it was the very first year of Circus Survivor when the Indianapolis Colts were favored on the road in week one over the Jacksonville Jaguars. And I remember I played Jacksonville in that game. I believe I was getting eight and a half points. Well, similar here, they're on the road at Houston laying seven and a half in this case. And my first reaction, James, would be to absolutely take the home dog once again. I just think in that very first week, a divisional game, you know, all off season long for the past, I guess, two seasons, Everybody's been completely down on Houston. We remember what happened last year when the Jacksonville Jaguars were a ridiculous road favorite at Houston. The Texans beat them outright. I'd probably employ the same theory here and take the home dog in week one against the Colts. I agree, and you've got a new quarterback coming in, although I think it's a, at least from a, a decision-making standpoint, it's a much better, it's a, it's a significant upgrade from that perspective. 
uh, for Matt Ryan taking over for Carson Wentz back there. But, you know, Indy's going to be that team that rushes the football. And uh, for the Texans, I mean, this is a seven and a half points. Again, that home underdog, yeah, it's your, plus you're past those through that key number of seven. Although key numbers, aside from three and seven, I just don't know if some of these other numbers are quite as key anymore with the, you know, the the propensity of these kickers since they moved the PAT back 15 yards, missing extra points, coaches chasing two-point conversions all the time. But anytime you're getting through that seven, to me, that is definitely still a key number along with three. Seven and a half, I'm with you, Brady. I think this is really interesting card. The fact that, again, we have 10 home underdogs, and in case like that, a divisional home underdog plus the seven and a half, that is a big number. Yeah, and one of the biggest home dogs of them all will be on Monday night, the Russell Wilson coming home party as he goes up to Seattle, the Denver Broncos visiting the Seattle Seahawks on Monday night. That will be September the 12th, and currently Seattle is catching four and a half points. I'll tell you what, that might be another home dog I take a look at, James. That is going to be a very interesting game. Tough to uh, go against the Broncos with their addition of Russell Wilson, but uh, Seattle's going to be ready for that one, I have a feeling. When we come back on the other side, we'll see if there's any other week one games we like the look of, and we'll also see if we can find a golf bet for James. You know, I've uh, always tried to get him on a a futures bet for these uh, major championships. We almost got home with Will Zalatoris at the PGA Championship. We've got the British Open, the final major of the season, coming up next week. We'll see if we can put one in James' pocket for the outright market for the 150th edition of the Open Championship coming up at the Home of Golf at St. Andrews. And then we wrap up the program and pass the baton off to Greg Peterson. It will be the Greg Peterson experience to take you the rest of the way right here on VSIN for your Saturday night. We'll come back in just a moment, wrap up the show here. James Salinas and Brady Cannon with you on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. 
What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Beth Center on VSN, the sports betting network.
Ice cold beers, cold hard cash. Join the action on the pitch with the Heineken 2022 Soccer Prediction Challenge. Compete in 20 free-to-play pools this season for your shot at a share of $100,000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Heineken now to start your run at victory. Heineken, beer made better. 21 years and over only terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Drink responsibly. Final segment of the Bet Center before we hand it over to Greg Peterson for the Greg Peterson Experience. Brady Cannon and James Salinas with you for one more round of NFL talk. Week one here, we were looking at some of these interesting games. And James, you point out that there are 10 home underdogs in week one. It'll be a very interesting week uh, without a doubt. And I talked about that uh, game with the Jacksonville Jaguars as home dogs to the Indianapolis Colts a couple years ago. I think right out of the gate, that took out 30 or 40% of the Circa Survivor pool. And uh, the Indianapolis Colts are in that role once again on the road at Houston, laying seven and a half points to the Texans. One other game here in week one that catches my eye, James, is the New England Patriots traveling to Miami, and they're getting two and a half points. I believe some stores still have Miami favored uh, by three, but uh, the consensus number pretty much now two and a half in favor of the Dolphins, 44 and a half year total. Weather should absolutely be a factor there in early September. Not something that the New England Patriots are used to. Uh, They do travel down there once a year, and they seem to struggle every year traveling to Miami. But in making a case for the Patriots' side, Bill Belichick, we know what he does to rookie, uh, rookie quarterbacks. He's also got a sterling mark against rookie coaches, and that's exactly what Mike McDaniel will be for the Miami Dolphins. He comes in over as the uh, former offensive coordinator for the San Francisco 49ers, but not only the offensive coordinator, he, he never called the plays. That was Kyle Shanahan who did that. So he will be new as a head coach. He will have a new offensive coordinator who has not called plays in the past before. And you lose Brian Flores, who was a big part of that coaching staff, who really, you know, was a thorn in the side for Belichick and company. Flores, a former New England Patriots staffer, he really knew he had a formula for how to beat the New England Patriots. Now, going back again to make a case for the Miami Dolphins to a Tangvaloa, 3-0 straight up and against the spread in his career against New England. So which uh, angle do you prefer here for the Patriots or the Dolphins? I mean, you think about the Patriots, I would assume they've got this game circled. Yeah. Just thinking about how they lost the opener to the Miami Dolphins at home last year in New England. and Had that game wrapped up, too. They did, and then they bookend their season with the loss. I know they went to the playoffs, but they they bookend their season season with a loss to Miami, and that was a game where – I mean, they just got throttled. It just felt like they just didn't show. They were down 17 to nothing early. You could clearly see that Flores had his team ready to go. Wasn't tanking on that game. At least the coach or the owner didn't ask him to tank that game. Flores and his boys were ready to get after the New England Patriots in that matchup, and they did. It was 17 to nothing early in the second quarter. Just jumped all over him. A pick six really helped them on their way. But, you know, I think my only concern, and I know there's part of it why the Patriots struggled down there, is, and most teams will, 
early in the season and you're talking about Miami where you know it's not only going to be hot but it's going to be the, the the humidity is going to be intense and the fact and also the factor you know this is how they build these stadiums that the visiting team will be sitting right in the sunshine for the duration of that game so on one sideline it's probably going to be about 20 to, it's going to feel 20 degrees hotter than the other sideline the home team that's going to be in the shade and it's intentional how they build those they know that but uh, that's probably the only thing that would give me pause for concern i think the motivation obviously for both teams yeah you're going to start the season plenty of excitement for 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 both sides but yeah a lot of transition for the miami dolphins and i think that's the only, again, the the only hesitancy for me is because of the weather. So it's something that doesn't mean it. Maybe it's not going to be as bad, but typically in the month of September, it's always advantage for those Florida teams, whether it's Miami, Tampa, or Jacksonville. But it always seems to be the worst down there in Miami as far as the humidity is concerned. One other game that I was looking at, Brady, while we were talking about this, and it was going to be, again, more so shaded and looking at a total, uh, was going to be Washington against Jacksonville. That total is sitting at 43 and a half. And I know for Jacksonville, nowhere else to go but up, and you're going to have a new coach there, and and rightfully so, and good for them, and, and good for the young quarterback there, Trevor Lawrence. But, you know, this is still a team that's working through. It's a, it's a work in progress. And for them offensively, I still think think this is a team that the the better talent is on the defensive side if there's one thing that we saw out of Jacksonville it's their defensive line they got they have speed and they have athleticism Allen's a tremendous pass rusher but that team is a feisty team that will get after your quarterback well who's the new quarterback for the Washington Commanders it is uh, the aforementioned Carson Wentz who that's probably my only pause the only concern I have is Wentz looking to when they're on the wrong side of the field making left-handed throws making <laughs> bad decisions giving short fields for Jacksonville trying to impress his new team the strength of the team is going to be at rushing the football for Washington it's not I know they've got some talent at wide receiver but it's not going to be Carson Wentz slinging the football around I think both teams are built defensively we'll see when Chase Allen when Chase Young gets back from his ACL, I'm not sure if he'll be there at the start of the season. I kind of suspect he won't be, but if he is, that's even another. The, the, the strength we know of Washington is that defensive front matching up and getting after it on both sides. I think both defensive fronts have their way in the trenches in that game, and it's not a game where we're going to see all these passes, especially for the commanders, if they're going to be smart with it. This is not a uh, the first show with Carson Wentz to step back there and start slinging the ball 35, 35 40 times a game I suspect it's going to be a defensive field position game 43 and a half points that seems like a high total for me yeah if I was going to look at a side I'd be looking at the Jacksonville Jaguars I don't like the thought of the Washington Commanders and Carson Wentz laying three and a hook here at BetMGM the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars getting three and a half and I think that's a pretty attractive number there you and I talked about this in breaking down Commanders games last year James the Uh, All-pro guard for this team that has been there a long time, going back to the days of Alex Smith, Brandon Sheriff. Uh, This team's record as far as straight up and against the spread was remarkable when he was in the lineup. Well, you know what team he plays for now? The Jacksonville Jaguars. He's going to be a big part of their success on that offensive line. The Jaguars did a good job of bolstering that offensive line in the offseason and through the draft to give Trevor Lawrence some more protection uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they won this game, but uh, I, I would certainly be looking at taking the three and a half points there, my friend. 
Yeah, and that's usually that's kind of correlated. If I'm looking at a home dog, it's going to be a tighter game and a closer game, a lower scoring type of game. And to your point with with the the offensive line, even though with with Jacksonville, they've made a lot of transition. It's still a lot of transition and work in progress for for this team with the new coaching staff. A lot of new pieces on that offensive line. Sheriff's going to be the anchor in a sense as far as the veteran uh, veteran leadership to bring to that offensive front. Um, but I, I just don't – and I know they got some new toys out there to throw the football with with Trevor Lawrence. So it'll be interesting to see the dynamic of what this offense looks like for Jacksonville. But still, going on the road – having to play a Washington front that is the the strength of that of the commies we'll just call them the commies there in Washington <laughs> weird kind of nickname do but it's so be it I think that team's a wreck I think that's I mean Rivera has tried his best to try to change the culture there but there's a lot of dysfunction that is out of his control when we're talking about what's been going on with the ownership of that team for the last couple decades that is well beyond the control of Ron Rivera so I just think for from that standpoint here yeah I like the dog side I don't like Washington I think it's going to be a a wreck of a season for this team I'm not jumping on board with Carson Wentz I don't think he plays the duration of the season forget about injury I think we're going to see Heineke stepping in because Wentz is just going to revert back to what Carson Wentz does which is making plays for their opponent so not to say that that's going to happen come week one and he's going to get pulled, but we're not going to see a full 17-game season. Regardless of injury, even if he stays healthy, we're not going to see a full 17-game season for Carson Wentz as a starting quarterback there with the Washington Commanders. The New York Yankees still leading Boston 3-2. to two. They are in the bottom of the eighth inning at Fenway Park. The Yankees minus 400 on the money line to close this one out and win yet another ball game. And the San Francisco Giants, it looks like their streak may still remain alive, having been under 500 for only one game this year, and that was on opening day. They now lead the San Diego Padres 3-1, to one, and they are still batting in the top of the ninth inning at Petco Park. James, we may have to save it for another day, but we're going to try and get you on a golf bet for the Open Championship next week. Uh, should we talk? I don't think we're going to be able to talk tomorrow. Should we get on the phone like maybe Tuesday or something? We can do that. Yes, I, I'll, I'll put a little. I'll, I'll, I'll put a little. Uh, we'll we'll, we'll put a little cigarette out. money on there you the go. Tiger Woods at ninety to Wood there with Circa. But yeah, we can talk later this week. You can get me on something. All right. Thanks to Elliot Bauman. Thank you to Brian Ortega. Thank you, James. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Next up, it is Greg Peterson and the Greg Peterson Experience right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? 
Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.